You're listening to HR Talks, weekly TikTok roundup. You got Ricky Buys and JC. Get up now. That's right. It's kind of like HR Talk after dark, only it's still daytime. You gotta love it. So, so you've got the regular HR Talk podcast, right? And we talk about human resources here on the HR Talk TikTok Roundup. Uh, we we pop this out once a week. It's it's the non professional version of the program. If there's uh, if if you have any aversion to uh, things that might be slightly edgy, uh, kind of borderline fun, etc., uh, this is not your show. Okay, no, it's time to tune not. out. This is but not yeah. HR Talk. This is the HR Talks TikTok Roundup. We're going to be playing clips from TikTok, and we're going to be dissecting those clips, and some of those yeah. clips might be racy, edgy, or something in between. The reason that we keep doing this is because people like it. They've asked yeah. to continue to hear it, yeah. and for that, we keep doing it. That's right. Now listen. You've just spent the week struggling with the fact that you're in human resources. You start to wonder whether or not you should have any more of that whiskey. Maybe you should just have the wine. And then you know what you did? You had both. That's right. And now you realize you have a problem. So you pick up your phone and you start browsing the interwebs, which were then later renamed the internets. And Gore and Bush, a big thanks to you both. That's and now, big thanks to China for bringing Tiki Taki to where it is today. China? Yeah, China. And, and our former president for cracking down on it and making it more of an American thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but here it is time for the TikTok Roundup, where we go across some of the uh, worst of TikTok and try to relate it back to human resources. And the first clip is going to be coming to us right now from Ricky Bias. This one is from Hale TJ King. Let's see what Hale TJ King has to say to us. Check it out. I'm looking into purchasing a three-bedroom house. All righty. What's your budget? $300,000. You want to go out with that, too? <laughs> you for calling Zillow. How can I help you? Yes. How you doing? Um, I'm looking into purchasing a three-bedroom house. All righty. What's your budget? $300,000. <laughs> Okay, I get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. They're making fun of the real estate market, right? That's a reasonable price for a three-bedroom house, though. You would think. With a garage. (laughs) You would think. Maybe four years ago. Five, six, seven years ago, maybe. I guess it depends on where you live. How are the home prices up in the in in Western New York, man? Yeah, you can find Come a four on. bedroom, two bathroom house for about two sixty nine right now. No. Yeah. Are you in Western New York? Yep. I thought it was crazy expensive over there. Oh, it's expensive too. The taxes are about fifteen thousand dollars a year, but you can still get the house fairly cost effective. Ouch! Fifteen grand. Yeah, wow, but dude. that's fine. I paid twenty five hundred down here, in Florida. Move to Florida. Yeah. 
It's just making fun of um. Of a, that's right. And then move to Florida. That's more cost effective. Totally got it. What's your next one? All right. This one is. Keep starting without me saying anything. This one is a life after a layoff. Oh, this one should be interesting. Let's see what this one has to say. Brian Creeley. Try being lazy instead. That's right. A lot of people are just kicking back and taking it easy instead of quitting their jobs, and it's actually working. Over the last year specifically, there's been a seismic shift in how people view work and their relationship with the work arrangement. Of course, we're all familiar with the Great Resignation, where a lot of people are quitting their jobs. They're just getting fed up with the work world. They're not putting up with toxic environments anymore, long hours, poor pay. But those of us who grew up in hustle culture, where you have this constant and incessant need to work, 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 and work becomes the main priority in your life in order to get ahead... I think that that has taken a seismic shift over the last year to year and a half. Not advocating being lazy on the job, but there are a lot of people who are looking at this as an option instead of quitting, doing the minimum amount necessary in order to still maintain your position. Because let's face it, companies are very desperate right now to hire people, especially skilled people. And some people are saying, hey, the minimum amount is still better than no amount. It obviously wouldn't be a long-term <laughs> strategy or a strategy for those of you who care about climbing up the corporate ladder. But for those of you who don't and you're feeling burned out, maybe dial it back a little bit because you won't be the only one. People are establishing boundaries at work for the first time in really forever. And I think it's a really healthy and positive thing. The pendulum has swung too far to one way for too long, and it's finally good to see it swimming back the other way. There has to be a healthy balance there, but I don't think we've found it yet. And I know there's probably a lot of people who are further along in their career who are looking at this and absolutely shaking their head. But the fact is, is that people just don't want to give that kind of energy to a corporation anymore. So are you somebody that has quiet quit on the job? Let me know in the comments below. Spot on. Spot. We were just talking about this in the last episode of HR Talk, JC. Talking about how, how before with uh, ghosting, with candidates be, uh, uh, being ghosted by employers, employers being ghosted by candidates, it's, uh, the pendulum did really swing the, the opposite way too far there, where you got people who are quitting the gig economy, number one, um, uh, push that. Number two, the pandemic pushed people to the brink and they're like, you know what? I'm going to be laid off anyway, or this is, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back for me to really do what I want to do and not just continue to do this nine to five. So do he's hundred percent right. Do the bare minimum. <laughs> but you know what, what he's saying? He's, he's, he's saying, you know what? Just dial it back. Don't stress yourself out. And he's kind of got a point there because more than likely, if you left that job, you probably find another job somewhere else doing the same thing for 20 grand more a year. True. But just pause for a second. Let's come down this road real quick. What if the, the work, your employer, cares about you, pays you appropriately for the skills that you bring to the table, includes you in, uh, in all the different decisions for the organization? You're a part of the team. Are you going to do the bare minimum there? Absolutely not. Why? Because oh, you're come being on, taken care of. Right. You're being taken care of. So this is a message for the employers. Make sure you pay people appropriately. Make sure you treat them right and you include them in every aspect, well, every aspect you possibly could for the organization. Make them a part of that puzzle because they feel like if they feel like they're a part of that puzzle, they're going to do a lot more and above and beyond than what you ask of them. That is what you need to do, folks, and it'll end this whole thing. The music is not going to set me off. I just don't talk louder. And I'll come back down. All right. Here's the next one. This one is from, if my laptop would hurry up. This one's from Viva underscore last snowman. What does this guy got to say? 
This is a picture, uh, or just a video of a guy being quiet, sitting in the car, looking into the distance, and the text says, when you tell a joke at work, that's so funny that HR wants to hear it. Let me tell you, HR does want to hear it. I don't think it's because of how funny it was. <laughs> I don't think it was. Completely different reason. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Everybody, we pay to be here. Appreciate it. Awesome. Oh, my God. Things are going crazy. Look at that. All right. That was that one. That's pretty easy. All right. This one is Real Aaron Weber. Let's see what Real Aaron Weber has to say. Check it out. This Tuesday, this past Tuesday, was Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. That's kind of like my Martin Luther King Day. You know what I mean? That's kind of... That's... <laughs> hey. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Just like you can celebrate it, but it means more to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's, I don't know. Come on, this, dude. That was funny. <laughs> and he's, so say, he's saying that because he's heavy. C correct. Yeah. So he's a he's a heavy white guy, right? Yeah. And I guess he's on stage with uh with other comedians, right? I think two of them were were black, and he's a heavy white guy. And when he says that's like my Martin Luther King Day, they just looked at him like, "What does that even mean?" And you can tell he got a little bit uncomfortable there. But man, he he brought it back. He brought it back because it means more to you can celebrate it, but it means more to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I love that. <laughs> All right, this next one. This is from Buzz Funk. What kind of a name is this? But yeah, this says Buzz Funk, and let's see what he's talking about. He's talking about charcuterie boards. Let's see what he got. Today, I decided to use my new charcuterie board to treat my wife when she got home from work. I cut up some fruit and some cheese. Oh my God, I almost forgot to tell you guys. A man honked his horn at me today because he disapproved over something I was doing while I was driving. I didn't turn quick enough for him. And even though I don't really pray anymore, today I pray that that man would develop a genuine love for roller skating, that it would just become his passion. He would build all of his friendships around it. Every gift he got and gave was about roller skating. I just pray that this would become this man's whole life, that roller skating would become the primary marker of his identity, and then he would break his ankles lose all of his friends and die alone with children that hate him anyway, oh my god there's my wife she's so surprised ah. she's so cute ah. oh that is great oh, wow. <laughs> he's got some venom oh my oh, god man. bro that was the ultimate of pettiness i love it yeah i love it yeah you're thinking with the soft music, you're thinking he's a man at peace. He yeah, doesn't no. want to be at war. He doesn't want to argue with anybody. He's going to pray for the guy. But yeah, what he was praying for it. is that he falls in love with Rolla's kitty so he can break his ankles. <laughs> I love it. Ah, oh, dude. The internet, man. Let me tell you, TikTok has done it for me. All right. This next one is from... When I tell you, I oh work at the God. most fucking... Come on. 
Come on, Morgan. This is Morgan. Morgan Rules 96, who started before I did. Another dive bar story moment, story time with your girl. Let's check it out. You ready? Yeah. Let's see what she got. When I tell you I work at the most fucking insane dive bar in Denver, I can't make this shit up. So last night about 6 p.m., I'm out with my friends, and I get a call from my boss being like, hey, listen, the bitch I was supposed to work tonight, she's sick, can you cover? I was like, absolutely I can. I absolutely can. He's like, sweet, it's Monday night, it's going to be mostly industry people, should be pretty calm. And if you've ever worked in the industry, you know industry people are fucking insane. I was like, I can't wait. So I pull up at 7. Pretty dead. I was like, okay, calm before the storm. Enjoy it while you can. Well, about 11 o'clock rolls around. And that's when all the other bars and restaurants around uh, close down. So they start flooding in. And I was like, here we fucking go, baby. Well, this one guy walks up. And he's like, oh, my bad. He's like, can I get, goddamn, there we go. Can I get $10 in ones? And I was like, absolutely. So I give him that. And then the two guys at the end of the bar, they go, wait a minute. You're going to let Mitch play the internet jukebox? And I look down, I go, wait, what do you mean by that? Why? Why? And then out of the, like, out of the corner of the other side of the bar, that guy Mitch that I just gave all that fucking money to goes, can you guys believe you can play the entire Nickelback album for four credits? I turn around and so does every other person at the bar. And they go, Mitch, no, no. And I go, wait, this is like an ongoing problem for Mitch? Like, wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then immediately I hear, never met it as it was, man. And I go, dude, I don't have a fucking remote. I can't change this. And he goes, buckle in. We got an hour and a half of this. I played the whole album and I got six credits left. I was like, I'm going to beat the fucking brakes off you. Well, two of his friends come like from the bar, put him in a chokehold immediately. And he's like, <coughs> and I was like, when do I intervene? Like, cause there's no bouncer. It's just me. And I was like, okay. I was like, are you going to kill him? He's like, nah, just put him to sleep. And they fucking did. They literally just let him kind of like lay down. I was like, oh fuck. Like what, what the fuck am I going to do? I go, Hey man, don't do that. As I'm saying that, Two girls walk in from the back, because you can, like, come in from the back as well. And she goes, hey, um, I don't know if this is, like, allowed, but there's guys outside, like, playing, like, knife throwing. And I go, what the fuck do you mean by that? They're like, yeah, they're, like, kind of throwing knives at the side of the building to see if it'll stick. They're, they're pretty fucked up. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. So I walk back there, sure as fuck. They're, like, throwing knives and trying to, like, hit the wood. And I was like, don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Don't do that. He goes, what are you gonna do about it? I took his knife. I didn't. I didn't know what else. To, I don't know. I said your privileges have been revoked. And then I walked back in. Dude still laying on the ground. I was like, oh my God. I don't know what to do. So I go and grab a cup of water and I just kind of like pour a little on his face and he kind of like wakes up and I go, you good? He goes, how many credits do I have left in the jukebox? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this goddamn bar. Okay, bro. When I tell okay, dude, this is her work day. Yeah, on a Tuesday night. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, why? Somebody. All right, if anybody's listening, it's in Buffalo, New York. Put put JC in a chokehold. Like Take his knife man. away. Take his knife away. All right, JC, I got to say this, bro. If I walked into that bar and I saw her tell the story exactly like this, I would give her a recruited job like that. <laughs> no, seriously, just like that. Want to know why? Why? She tells a compelling story She's and is really good at it. every other word, Baez. I know, dude, but oh my, you know what? So what? She said the F word. I'm 45 years old. I'll be all right. Everybody's going to be okay. Get over it. Anyway, 
with with this girl, I would I would hire her. And the reason I would hire her is because she has to spark. She has the energy. She knows how to talk to people. She can tell a compelling story. I just got to teach her a little bit of employment and labor law. That was Dude, a, she'd be an amazing that was a horrifying, recruiter. That was a horrifying like workday, yet amazing at the same time. It was like, amazing. Are you like when you me? walk in the door and you're like, oh, geez, this is what I'm dealing with today. And the next <laughs> thing you know, she's she like literally I did, people can't see it because it's just audio podcast here but she right. she held up the knife that she confiscated from the guy <laughs> that, that she confiscated <laughs> and wait 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 it wasn't even it wasn't even her day to schedule to work her boss said hey you want to come in and fill in she's like yeah god that's two credits biggest problem in oh, 50 why, years why does it start automatically oh, right. just let yes, it go you should have let it play go ahead oh sorry this is dr jordan b peterson jordan george biggest problem Jordan B. Peterson, not Jordan George. I got to tell you about Jordan George here in a bit. Hold on. In 50 years will be that there's just not enough people. Think about how crazy it is that we might be living on Earth right now at a time with the most number of humans that are ever going to exist at one time ever. Yeah, that's highly probable. The population collapse in developed countries is precipitous. If fewer people are reproducing, next generation, you have fewer people to reproduce as fewer people are reproducing. Yeah. I worked on a UN committee. I looked at population trends. As soon as you educate women, the size of family shrinks below replacement. And that's partly because women have other options. All the countries in the West are way below replacement. It'll be young people we don't have enough of, and of course, young people are the ones who do the innovation and are going to do most of the heavy lifting, so there's going to be a terrible shortage of young people. Biggest problem. I don't know about they're going to be doing most of the heavy lifting. And what the hell? We just got a horse randomly That's randomly right. galloping in the... <laughs> it's the HR Talks TikTok roundup. Yeah, I forgot what I was saying, because that horse just came out of nowhere. Anyway, let's skip it. Forget As we it, go through you. these videos and you hear about stuff like that, it just gets you thinking. It might be time to make more kids. <laughs> Back to you. Here is a life after a layoff again. Let's see what he has. Would you trade a higher paying, higher stress job for a lower paying, lower stress job? Let me know in the comments. Here's a question for you. Would you trade a higher paying, higher stress job for a lower paying, lower stress job? Let me know in the comments. Ooh. Depends who you ask. Tell me. Depends who you ask. If you're asking he's, somebody. Okay, he's asking you. Me personally? Absolutely. Yes. You would? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm in a position in my career right now where I have that option that I'm able to do that. I'm lucky enough where I can do that. Not everybody is that lucky, though. Right? You, should, you, should quit, you should quit your job. You know what? What? I might just do that. I. You know what? I dare you. You dare me? Yeah. Nah. What's on the table? Well, not actually quit. I mean, like, if you gave, like, a proper notice and walked away. or You know what? Surprise us. If you, like, literally okay. have the guts and the stones to do that, you come on this show in the future and just say, hey, remember that? And I, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Remember this conversation. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a point. Yeah. He's got a good point. It really depends who you ask. It's a rhetorical, stupid question, and it's a good one at the same time. It is not a rhetorical, stupid question, And dude. it's a good it, one at the same time. It's a good how one at the that, same time. How is it stupid and good at the same time? That I'm makes doing no the typical sense. HR thing. I'm saying both things out of both sides of my mouth. <laughs> what do you want from me? I want you to be that clear. Is absolutely, Apparently not how HR yeah, no, is. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing and horrifying. 
at the same time. At the same time. Right. Got it. Okay. I yes. went into a Facebook group called Stop Critical Race Theory and posted in the group, I believe we should stop teaching our children how to think. Then somebody responded and said, you mean stop teaching them what to think, right? Children's natural questioning, logic, and reasoning skills should be honed and encouraged, not silenced by authoritarian education systems. Exactly. We need to tell our health teachers to stop teaching about the hazards of cigarettes. Children should use logic and reasoning skills to determine that the smoke is bad. And they responded, what are you talking about? You seem like an absolutely ignorant individual. Do you agree? What is your intention here? I'm just agreeing with your stance that we should keep our children from learning that cigarettes and racism are bad for public health. My intention is to be your friend and maybe even have a drink together sometime. Perhaps even a smoke. I want- <laughs> Dude, this is Palmer Trolls. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. There's more, right? No, no, that, that's it. That was it. Stop it. He's no, that was he's it. so funny. This guy, he, he uses dude. logic in the craziest of places, you know? Dude, this if if you follow his page again, Palmer trolls over and uh, on TikTok. He does this to a lot of companies. Click, click creates- on his click on his thing. Let's go to his page real quick. Oh, Let's that's just do take the, me yeah, away no, from the other ones. Yeah, we're we're just gonna take a sidetrack real quick here, and uh, right. you know the, he's he's got a he's got a ton of stuff. Right, just grab one. Doesn't the Starbucks one? Grab the Starbucks one. Not the U.S. The no no USMC? no no no. Grab, no? grab the Starbucks okay. one. Grab <laughs> right, that one. Let's hear it. Starbucks has been firing employees that are trying to form unions, and this past Friday was Employee Appreciation Day. So I made a fake Starbucks post that said, Happy Employee Appreciation Day. We want to send our utmost thanks to all our hardworking employees that make our company run. The only employees we don't particularly appreciate are the employees that try to form unions. (laughs) We terminate those employees. Then I emailed that screenshot to the CEO of Starbucks. Oh, no! And signed my name as Courtney from the Colorado and Times. And somebody from Starbucks wrote back and said that they can confirm that it's from a fake account. We fully respect our partners' rights to organize and will continue to abide by the National Labor Relations Board's process. So I wrote back and said, thanks for letting us know. We'll include this quote from you in our article. We fully respect our partners' right to organize and will continue to abide by the National Labor Relations Board's process. But sometimes people will be terminated. Hi, Courtney. The quote below is incorrect, and you may use this quote. We fully respect our partners' rights to organize and continue to follow the National Labor Relations Board's process. We seem to be having an issue when we copy the text you provided. It comes out like this. We fully respect our partners' right to organize but continue to fire. Starbucks has been firing employees that are trying to form Oh, dude, unions. this is great. And past Friday was Employee this? Appreciation Day. So I made oh a fake. <laughs> dude, he is hilarious, man. It's so again, Palmer trolls. And there's, yeah, he's got a lot of these where he just starts trolling people. He's really good at it. All right. Awesome. Here's the next one. Next one is Secrets Nerds Do Not Want You to Know. On the roundup. This is not working. Why is it not working? Hmm. Here we go. If you're reading an article and you run into a paywall, just right click on the screen and click inspect. Then just go to the settings icon in the corner, scroll all the way down, and then click disable JavaScript. Then just reload the page, and the paywall has disappeared. Follow for more. Here's a secret. I don't know, or I could just pay for the dollar ninety nine for six month worth of access. <laughs> 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 
I mean, come on. I know gas prices are high, but All right. I'm an AI. Here's the next one. This is uh, AI. Un- no, AI.explains.ai. Didn't we do this one? All right. So here's my gut feeling is that you've got to set it up before you click the tab. So then when you click the tab, it auto plays. I think it's messing. It's like messing with you. But this, but this one, this one, we did play one from this account before, but this one is also intriguing. Let's see what you got. Got it. Let's check it out. I avatar and I've asked an AI to bring my doodle to life. Google picks to picks a fine and click on the first result. Doodle a cat and the AI will convert your drawing into a realistic looking cat image in seconds. Let's look at the result. The AI generated a cat image based on my rough doodle. It took less than three seconds to make one. Follow this channel to hear more about AI tools presented by an AI. All right. That is, that is one ugly ass cat. <laughs> that was a terrible looking cat. But it gets you thinking like, okay, the next time that you're stuck in one of those webinars and you know that HR is droning on and on and on. You could draw pictures of your HR representative on this website, and it'll make them look like real characters. Um, I got a story for you, real quick. No, no, stop, stop. I got to tell it's you. It's story time on yeah, the Roundup with Baez. This is a true story. This happened about six years ago, way before the uh, the uh, pandemic, and um, we had an employee, HR employee, who was teaching. The other HR employees across the nation via Skype. You know how Skype, you can share a screen or whatever. I mean, um, WebEx, and you can share screens on a WebEx, right? Teaching us how to use WebEx. There was about 200 HR people on the, uh, on the call nationwide. And I think he needed training on how that works because he was showing us how to share his screen. And yes, he shared his screen. But it also showed the porn that he was looking at approximately an hour before he started this training session. And you could see everything and you could see his search history of what he was looking at. And uh, all 200 people were able to see that. Guess what happened to that individual? Nothing, because it was his protected right of, I, I don't know, he probably got fired, right? Oh, Oh, he definitely did. The point of the story is if you're going to start sharing your screen, you've got to make sure you've got to make sure that everything else is cleared off on whatever you was watching earlier, because it will pop out. Just watching this AI thing made me think of that. Sorry. So that poor guy is going to get about well, six years ago. It doesn't matter. Here's the next one. Yo, guys. Hey, just want to give you the happy hour specials. We got two for one quarters light and we got dollar. Budweiser bottles till 7 p.m. Oh, okay. That's that's nice. Thank you. Um, but we're really more into the craft beers. This is a this isn't a gay restaurant. This is straight here. Oh my god. Don't know how that's relevant. What what craft beers do you have available right now? Do you have like a turbo shandy? Ooh, no. No. How about um? Ooh, Pete's wicked lemon pepper ale. You know what? Let me see what we got back there. We don't have any of this stuff. This goofy shit. Hold on a second. <laughs> Do they not have? I don't know why he has such an attitude about it. I don't understand how they Does he have. understand? I'm a very highly ranked Yelper, and yeah. I could you ruin, did, you did I ruin this for Here we go. Perfect. All right, look. You guys wanted fruit. Here's your fruit. Here's your Coors Light. On top of the fruit, here's your craft beer. Perfect. Your fruit beer. How is Perfect. that a craft beer? You just poured a Coors Light yeah, on well, the That's You guys said lemon, lime, uh, whatever. There you go. Fruit and beer. 15 bucks for that, by the way. $15? <laughs> Yeah, guys. Hey, I 
love this skit. I love the brutal <laughs> rashness of this uh, of this uh, waiter. And actually, there's a restaurant that does exactly that. It's called um uh oh my god, I think it's called uh, Dicks Destination Dicks. It's, it's a restaurant all over the nation where they give you the exact the exact opposite of what you would expect of a customer service. So um yeah, could you imagine if you were the manager and you walked around and you saw your employee do that? Would you give them a high five or would you fire them? I'll fire them. I mean, absolutely. Retraining. What about retraining? Retraining? Retraining. I don't know. He's he seems pretty pretty deep rooted into his work views. All right, here's the next one. Hey, Richard. <laughs> How's the weather there? <laughs> what? So this is Mar- what is Maria Ferrer Curves. This is a lady in front of her desk getting ready for a Zoom call right before the Zoom starts. She's just blasting gangster out. She got her cup and she's, I don't know, doing some kind of a weird, I don't know, gang dance. And she is just into her music until the, uh, the uh, Zoom meeting starts. Boom. Mentally clock in. Hi, Richard. How's your morning? <laughs> it's a Monday. That's exa- I, I guarantee that it's exactly what happens two or three minutes before any Zoom call starts. You don't do that, JC? No. You don't go crazy right before it starts, or do you just wait there looking at the screen, patiently waiting for the meeting to start? No, I, I wait there looking at the screen, uh, meditate a little bit, get my documents ready, uh, maybe reread my presentations, um, analyze That's because you're a freak. some data. You're a freak. Yeah. yeah. Freak. It's okay. Freak. Here we go. This is about to become unhinged and terrifying, so buckle up. Your entire life, your 9 to 5, your retirement fund, the news you watch on TV, the gas you put in your car, the phone that you're watching this on is effectively controlled by one company. And that company is BlackRock. With over $10 trillion under their management, that is more than the GDP of every country in the world, except for the United States and China. BlackRock and its primary competitor, Vanguard, which they are heavily invested in, own 18% of Fox, 16% of CBS, 12% of Disney, 12% of CEN, all of your news. They are the biggest shareholder of Apple, of Mobile, of Google, of Microsoft, of Johnson Electric, of Chevron, of J.P. Morgan Chase. Since COVID started, they have increased their assets under management from $7 trillion with a T to over $10 trillion. I'm top economic advisor, this guy, former BlackRock exec. He also used to work for Obama. Kamala Harris's chief economic advisor, BlackRock, former chief investment strategist. The founder of BlackRock caused the financial crisis in 2008. I can keep going. This is about to become... I never heard of BlackRock. Have you? Wow. No. And it says that it, they own, I mean, it, it's it's pretty scary that they own, uh, they have their hands on the of a lot of the, uh, allegedly. well, allegedly, but it's 16%, 10%. It didn't say if there was a majority of share, of, uh, of a shareholder. Right. Like, you know, if they were a majority holder, they would have more of a say-so. But They, they may, I don't, I don't know. $10 trillion. I can't even wrap my head around how much money that is. You, you'd have to research this one further. That's uh. That's what I'm a doom, and if I lose five bucks, I go ballistic. Well, that's a lot. This is about to become unhinged and terrifying. So buckle up. So I don't really like working from home, but I also don't really like working from the office. So I think I just don't like working. So I don't really like working from home, but I also don't really like working from the office. So I think I just don't like working. I am convinced a sizable percentage of the workforce today subscribe to that notion. I am convinced, bro. 
Now, there's some people who love working from home and they hate going to the office. There's some people who love going to the office and they hate working from home for whatever reason. But then there's some people who just hate working altogether. Dude. And uh, <laughs> Sarah Chia. Sarah Chia on TikTok. I give you all the credit in the world for your radical candor and just bringing it out, sister. Sarah Chia. You're doing what you got to do. Understood. That's right. The United States was launching the Apollo program. What they actually looked for in the astronauts was not their ability to pilot, although they, they hired some of the, the greatest uh, test pilots from, from the Air Force, but what they really looked for was their ability to regulate their emotions in stressful situations. And they trained this skill to its apex. So over and over again, the astronauts were exposed to stressful situations. Uh, they were gradually exposed over time to everything they would potentially face in space. So when an astronaut like John Glenn orbits the planet, at Earth for, for more than a day, his heart rate actually never goes over 100 beats per minute. Meanwhile, most of us, you know, we get an angry phone call or an unpleasant email, we start to feel that pounding on our chest because we haven't practiced that. And oftentimes, unfortunately, the way we respond to something makes it worse. We tell ourselves that something is unfair. We tell ourselves that we're screwed over. We tell ourselves that this is the worst thing that ever happened. As Epictetus says, who then is invincible? The one who cannot be upset by anything outside his reason choice. The United States was... I see a lawsuit. I see a huge lawsuit with this one there. Tell me. Talk to me. Because NASA is training astronauts, right? That's what this guy is saying. They put them under stressful situations. That way their heartbeat doesn't go above, and they they, they just work well under stressful situations. Hasn't the Marine Corps been doing that since 1775? Yep. They've been doing that since 1775. That's an old Marine Corps trick. In the Marine Corps training, 1775, pre-national bullshit. No, think about it. In the Marine Corps, they can be shot at, don't get emotionally charged. Something happens, people get blown up, don't get emotionally charged. But God help you. God help you. If you have a little speck on your uniform that's not supposed to be there, all hell breaks loose. That is the thing <laughs> that will have you pushing Mother Earth away yeah. 10 hours straight. Oh, yeah. And and think about that in relation to your entire life. Your your wedding, the birth of a child, a car accident. You're level-headed. Everything's calm. A dust bunny in the corner of your living room. You destroy the house. <laughs> you lose your shit. <laughs> that that happens. You know what? Uh this is Daily Stoic. Daily Stoic on TikTok. Yeah. With this Daily Stoic, uh, underscore stoic. NASA clip there, yeah. Um, I've been, you and I have been out of the Marine Corps for about Ever. 25, 26 years, right? right? And I still get antsy if I'm thinking I'm going to be late, even a minute late to something. I don't care what it is. It could be for root canal. I get really antsy and upset if I'm about, if I'm if, about to be late. If you're 15 minutes early, you're 15 minutes late. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Hey, what's the next tab say? Oh. Do you remember that girl you fired for talking about her wages? Yeah, why? Okay, she's suing us now for that, for wrongful termination and violation of federal law. I don't think she's going to win that. Aren't you worried? No, right before I fired her, I wrote her up for a bunch of things she did six months ago and a couple other little things I don't even know if she did. So I think we have enough reason to justify firing her. <laughs> you do realize that's not how that works, right? 
What do you mean? Her employment lawyer is going to look at the proximity of events. They're going to say, why didn't you write her up for those things when she did them? Why'd you wait six months when it was right after the protected activity of talking about wages? I just made up stuff, so some of it doesn't even have a date. They're going to be able to march witnesses in, get emails, other documents and evidence and say she wasn't late like you wrote her up. Like, this is really not good. What should I do now? I'll go get legal. Because <laughs> you are about to be in trouble. That is from Lawyer Page, friend of the show. Man, is she right on this one? You uh, leaders, you cannot discipline your employees for talking about their wages. That is protected speech. And if you fire them for that, you're going to be in a lot of trouble and you get spend a lot of money on an attorney like Lawyer Page. I think that's the last one we have. Yeah, that's the last one. Nice. That is the last TikTok roundup. That was fun. Yeah, it was. You know, this uh, TikTok roundup just gives you a good look at uh, things on the TikTok. You get the uh, the raw, you get the straight, direct, the offensive. But no matter what you get, Ricky will always put it back to HR for you. Crazy, right? It's insane. It's crazy. It's insane that that happens that way. can't believe it. Uh, Over to you for any words you got before we close up the doors. No, brother, just... um... It's it's almost April. Can't wait to see you here over in the Space Coast HR Conference coming up on April twentieth, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some live recording down here. I know we got some meetings, we got some barbecues set up over at the uh, A1A Beachfront Studios, Central Florida, and A1A Beachfront Studios over by the Space Coast. We got two studios, three actually. Uh, can't forget the one up in uh, Western New York. Um, we may see not not Captain Dave, but we might see the face of the franchise. We are going to be in his zip code. And like any gangland or any mafia type story, if you enter a zip code of of a man with such stature, you've got to apply six months in advance. And the application was just approved. And uh, from what the powers that be tell me, you are going to be within that zip code region and area of Captain Dave around the nation's capital coming up in a few months. And allegedly, you are now being offered Breakfast in bed in the morning by his hands. Um, that is some scary shit right there, brother. Um, because I did not request any of that, <laughs> and there's nobody giving me any breakfast in bed. You over might want Ocean City. You might want to call him then. <laughs> no, I might want to get a restraining order if that's the case. If this is how I'm hearing about it, that is not happening. May 11th through the 13th, up in. Maryland, go to hrasmonline.sherm.org forward slash events. You can get your tickets, $250 early birth special before April 1st. Anytime after April 1st is $300. You're going to see me there. Other people, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. Hope to see you there. We'll see you next week. Gonna really find it or sign effect. So I got a master's degree in HR. So obviously I know how to make a sound of a horse like that. I don't pay that horse either.